3: Welcome to CEO Coach. This is Jillian Music, co founder of Moz, Man Kennedy, my partner and author of Global Search Engine Marketing. Together, we're serial entrepreneurs. We help companies to launch, grow, pivot, and thrive. You can find out more about our work at OutlinesVenture.com. Welcome,
4: Man. Good morning, Jillian. How are you today?
3: Doing well. I'm actually feeling a little chilly at, uh, after a few days of bright sunshine. We've got clouds here in Puget Sound, and I know you're down in Portland, so hoping that the weather's better.
4: Uh, yeah, we get sun too, but you know, it's crazy. We live in the Pacific Northwest. Remember, it rains all the time oh, here. Oh, right. Not this year.
3: <laughs> no, at not at all. Not at all this year. Yeah, we didn't really have a winter at all. So uh, today, we're going to talk about content marketing. This is all you, Anne. This is your world. So yeah. Tell so us, tell us more.
4: Well, everyone's talking about it, you know, and in a way, that's part of the problem, Um Everyone talks about it, but few do it really well. Like oh, is that most- like the
3: weather? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Except content. Our content marketing presumably is in our control. Now, this mm. is a huge, huge topic, and there are many, many things to say about it. And many people have spoken wisely on it, including, I might add, Kevin Spacey at the uh, as keynoting at the last content marketing summit. But the idea that I wanted to focus in on today came from a blog post from the founder and former CEO of Scripted, basically outsources content for business. And since because of my experience with Helium, where we basically outsourced content for businesses, (laughs) you know, to freelance writers, I really wanted to see what um, this man had to say. And his name is Sunil Rajaraman, and he had some very wise contents, uh, com- comments on content. And he is, um, I'm going to put the link to the blog post uh, up on uh, our Facebook page so that people can see it in more depth. But I thought we could just cover the top of it here.
3: Okay, so and- wait a minute. That's facebook.com slash CEO Coach Podcast. Don't forget CEO Coach Podcast. You can get to the Facebook page. You'll find links to this information up there. All right.
4: By the way, the information, the the post that he did was on something I've recently joined. And I think you did too, Jillian, called FounderDating.com, which Uh is an invitation only group of entrepreneurs and the people that market to them and founder dating, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. But it is um, it's one that you have your friends recommend you for. And it has a lot of good information on it um, in their daily feeds that they send me. So what does Rajaraman say? He takes issue with the, he called it, the continuous hurricane of ineffective literature from businesses with misguided content priorities. Whew! <laughs> he sounds unhappy. <laughs> so, let's, totally. Let, let's break it down. And, it, and, you know, he comes up with some solutions too. Um, the biggest misconceptions he sees are, uh, the quick fix syndrome, volume too little or too much, and listicles. You know what oh, I'm talking about. That sounds, listicles. That sounds dirty. <laughs> I know, but it's 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 not dirty. It's muddy. You know, it's it's like totally ridiculous. Um, there, there was a time when you could shoot out a list, and you see a lot of these on BuzzFeed. You know, it said, mm-hmm. list a top ten this or list a, mm-hmm. you know top for that
3: it's kind of well known that any article that carries a number in it right the seven reasons why that what was it the seven habits of highly successful right okay um the the six the causes of uh five reasons why you should they just get opened and read
4: and don't forget uh dave letterman's top 10 reasons that he Mm -hmm. did in
3: his shows the top 10 lists yeah absolutely So anything that has a number in it just does get opened more frequently. The problem is it leads to crappy content.
4: Absolutely. It leads to uh, listicles. In other words, lists Mm -hmm. that are not really conveying any useful information. They're just putting out blather you know in a list format oh man
3: are you telling me that we really have like eight cat photos you can't miss this morning yeah right not only that we've got eight million people who opened yep (laughs) exactly (laughs) okay
4: And, and I also wonder if the whole idea of the enumerated list is now beginning to jump the shark a little bit because I don't know about you but sure I open them but I don't always read them you know, it's it's like I get lured in by the number and then I go, oh, this isn't interesting. So emulating BuzzFeed, which does it well, but emulating BuzzFeed badly is not a content strategy in any way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. To work our way back up the list, I think the quick fix syndrome is a good one. The, the quick fix syndrome is, oh, all we have to do is put out a pile of content and everything will go right with our marketing. Mm-hmm. And I emphasize the word pile, you know, and you can take that
3: any way you want. <laughs> all right, I know how to take it.
4: <laughs> the, the idea of just shooting out content for content's sake, I mean, you know, we used to call that spam. We also, in the SEO world, ran up against duplicate content from all this spewing, um, and it's just cluttering up internet, of course, with a whole lot of extra stuff, but then the internet's very big, and there's a lot of room to put stuff up uh, which may be part of the problem but we're cluttering up our audience's minds and that's a bigger problem I think if we, if we can't get their attention and hold it by being interesting and being useful to them but instead just sending out masses of stuff that we think is important we're going to lose them and how is that a good thing
3: yeah Totally agree. Um, So what we're talking about really here is a quality issue, right? Absolutely. And um, it it makes all kinds of sense. But we've got really three things we want to dig into, right? The quick fix, the volume, uh, throttling it to the just right. How do you know it's just right? And then there's the quality. So quick fix syndrome and quality seem kind of awfully related, I think, you know, when we get back, we should talk about the particulars of the differences, but, um, you know, of the, the three, rather. But before we leave, talk about the difference between what's the difference between this quick-fix syndrome and not just listicle, because it, it really is about a quality issue. You can set the stage there.
4: Well, it's being under being useful to your audience, I think, is very, very important. Um, okay. Listening to your customers it's so that you're telling them things that, they would like to hear, uh, not just what you want them to hear.
3: Mm-hmm. I okay. think that's one one element of it. I, I would totally agree. Um, but the quick fix syndrome uh, kind of troubles me in there because in the quick fix syndrome you just figure, well, if I just throw the content out, then it solves my issue. Um, I get that, and it's, it's not a quick fix. It takes a, a lot of time. So maybe the best way to describe that one is that um, it isn't about getting a viral um, you know, uh, catch on this. It's not about those eight cats and eight million people opened it up. Right? It's provi- about providing, if you will, valuable information. That's the number three part, um, but doing it consistently consistently.
4: Yes, and building a relationship with your audience. Right, makes total sense. Remember, marketing in the 21st century is about three things. Data, narrative, and relationship, and building a relationship.
3: Data, narrative, and relationship. So data is the data you gather and share? Yep. Okay. Okay narrative is how you do it. And that isn't just where you deploy it, but literally the voice of the company.
4: Precisely.
3: Right. So a voice of a company is the collective voice of a group of individuals because we have pierced the corporate veil, if you will. There is no more brand speak. Right It is the human beings behind the company, and when they connect with human beings who don 't happen to work for the company, then you have a collective voice of the brand um, and it's no longer a- you 're no longer able to control that so that 's kind of a whole different conversation, but important in its relationship here and then the last one you said was
4: the relationship with your customers or your readers in right. Uh, Or your
3: market, however. Okay, so, and that would speak to this consistent sharing of what your customer would give their left arm to know about that they do not know today. Right, so I always say to customers, uh, think about, or, or our clients and so on, I say, think about what you would have given your left arm to know when you needed to know it. Share that. Right? Now that you've got it, share that, and they will come. But you've got to do it consistently. So I would refer to uh, folks again to you know, my old company, to, to Moz. Right? I mean, we're talking about a daily blog that's been going on since 2003, and in the first three years, Rand did it every single day all by himself. Right? I always say that's the metal that says, yeah, you've got a CEO there. It's the guy who continues to show up, not just some guy with a bright idea, not just some guy with kind of bombastic front face. It's the guy who is humble enough to know that he's not going to sleep no matter what time it is until the information is in there and edited and well-written and well-researched and well-presented and so on and so forth, right? It's the quality of the stuff that happens every day. And with that, we're going to take a break here at CEO Coach. When we come back, Ann, I want you to dig into these three things, the quick fix, the volume, the listicles, and uh, talk about how we uh, manage this sort of stuff, this content marketing and do it well. This is Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy. We'll be right back.
2: More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investments. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at max speed to get great domains today.
0: Namejet.com. Our team of experts are WordPress savvy, and our customer service is leaps ahead. See why we say our websites are designed better by leaps and bounds by going to frogontop.com. Frog on Top, your one-stop solution for the web. Frogontop.com.
2: We're back with Julian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on webmasterradio.fm.
3: Welcome back to CEO Coach. This is Jillian Musick. I'm here with my partner Ann Kennedy, and Ann, who built Beyond Inc. and the world's first international consortium of digital marketing companies, and wrote the book on international search engine marketing. Kinda knows a thing or two about content. So- <laughs>
4: Oh, and don't forget Helium, which is now the uh, uh, yeah. RD content network.
3: That's <laughs> so. right. That is absolutely right. So with that kind of a background, that's right, you were on the board there for quite some time and uh, had a handsome exit. Congratulations on that. Thank so, <laughs> yes, good times. So, uh, again, with, with just a bit of background in this world, let's dig in deeper.
4: The first thing, you gave a great example just before the break of uh, Rand Fishkin of Oz and how he started his, um, his blog himself in the, in the beginning, and it's been going for
3: how many years now? Well, since about 2003, so uh, we're talking about 12 years. Now, he doesn't write every single post anymore, of course, but uh, that's a lot of content. Same thing, by the way, with Whiteboard Friday. I started with a whiteboard balanced on a a chair, an office chair, and a bit of information and not more than a cell phone type, uh, you know, taking video. I mean, literally little stuff. Just get it done. But again, it was regular, showed up every Friday. And as a result, it has that, um, I I think it's more than 25% of everybody who shows up at Moz shows up for Whiteboard Friday.
4: So here's, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned the video because You and I, we have our own content platform right here on this show. It shows up every Monday. More than 10,000 people download our podcast from all over the world every year. And I'd just take a moment to, you know, say yay. You know, welcome. Absolutely.
3: Mm -hmm.
4: Welcome. We hope you spread the word. We love our listeners. Uh, so a content platform does not necessarily have to be blogging, but frequently the, the um, written is the easiest place to start. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about um, one of our, our CEOs, uh, Brett Heising, um, and his blog that he does. And you, you want to talk a little bit about Brett and how we're using that, how he's using that blog to reach his audience?
3: Absolutely. So, Brett Heising is the CEO of Brett Approved, and uh, Brett Approved is mapping the accessibility of planet Earth. Uh, It's a kind of a review and standardized rating process around uh, venues of all kinds, from hotels and uh, restaurants to uh, entertainment venues is where we begin, but it will map the accessibility of planet Earth. Um, the blog that he's got is um, written, uh, I guess he's writing about once a week at this point. Is that right, Anne? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, about once a week. So he uses this uh, kind of venue here not just to share information about, um, you know, what the company is up to or something. It's not really an advertisement. It's experiential. Um, so some of it in the earliest days, uh, he has one very popular post about his wheelchair called Rinaldo. It's an Italian wheelchair, and he does live life on wheels. And and he puts it into an airplane and you know, he kisses it goodbye and then he, you know, worries about whether it'll be all right in the hold and that sort of thing. It's very cute, you know, personification of inanimate objects is always kind of appealing. Right? But what he does is to eviscerate the experience of being so dependent on an inanimate object, right that one has, if you will, that that gut, you know, a, a tiny panic button type thing when you are separated from it, right He is literally unable to move unless that thing. Is attached to him, right? He's with it. So that kind of experiential thing helps to uh, create emotional involvement and eviscerate the, um, you know, that, that uh, distance, if you will, of experience in life when you're trying to get a point across, right? Say, how important is this information for people who do travel around the corner or around the world uh, and happen to use wheelchairs or they're blind or deaf or sight limited and so on, whatever, right? With people with accessibility issues, how important is this information? These kinds of posts create emotional connection and explain the importance of the project. By also creating these constant experiential uh, types of posts, he is able to uh, pull in an audience that is also amused by it. So you leverage emotional connection and emotional response in a series of posts that get people to want to return to the the content. And in that way, he is developing quite a good-sized audience. So I encourage you to stop by and check it out and see how he is leveraging, as a corporate CEO, how he's leveraging um, all of these uh, narrative processes. And and Anne has been talking about the quality of narrative and how he leverages the narrative to draw in ever-expanding audiences.
4: And I would also like to add that I believe he is building a real sense of community that uh, the people that he's writing to um, say, yes, he understands what I go through because he goes through it. And that narrative, I think, makes a a real great bond in building his brand community. The other thing is through comments, he's able to hear from people and in yes. fact meet other people that he gets to come blog for him now too uh, but so he's expanding his own capability his own usefulness but one of the important things of starting um a content is the feedback you know it's like a giant focus group you can begin mm-hmm. to uh, track to your Target audience, then hear what they have to say, and what is it that they are looking for and i 'm not saying they 're always going to have the right answer for what you should be doing, but it can sure guide some of your um, your uh, thought processes as to what they want mm-hmm. one of the, One of the examples that Rajaram um, had in his story was from marketo, and anybody in marketing knows about marketo um, you know it 's now a billion dollar software company. Uh, he 's on the scripted board of directors, full disclosure, uh, but anyway, he started blogging before they even had a product and he mm-hmm. He would blog about uh, what they were building and he got the audience of followers the same way that Brett Heising is and Then he got feedback from them and When he came time to actually sell, he already had his his funnel full of leads and interested people so mm-hmm. If you, have a, if you have a product, um, you can do that by starting with your content if you are uh, skilled at speaking to your audience with the appropriate narrative.
3: Makes good sense. Now, other folks have done completely different kinds of things than uh, Brett has done at Um For example, uh, we had a dating website called, um, was it OKCupid, that leveraged uh, kind of daily stats, right, we often talk about you have more data than you think you have, right, leverage the darn stuff, they would have stats about whether it was more likely that you were going to get a date on Tuesdays if you had a BlackBerry or an iPhone. Who cares? But they had stats around it that said, gee, people who said that they own this kind of cell phone versus own that kind of cell phone seem to have made a hookup, you know, more frequently on this day of the week or something. It was just funny as hell, right? (laughs) But we all ate it up right? So sometimes when I say, think about what you would have given your left arm to have known about and share that, right? I'm terribly sincere, deeply serious, right? (laughs) Yes, over the long haul. But at the same time, right, it depends on what it is you're selling. And so yes, it is information around dating. And yes, it's kind of, you know, uh, I don't know, it is subject relational, right? but it sure as hell ain't serious. Figure out what you can do that will get people coming back on a regular basis. It would not have been applicable, for example, at Moz. It would not be applicable necessarily to uh, Brett, although Brett could, over time, figure out, I don't know, the most frequent times that somebody's going to, you know, fall out of their wheelchair or something. And this is a constant problem for people who are in wheelchairs, right? You get over a bump in a street, there isn't a cut properly, right? And you take a tumble, right? How often does it happen? Is it funny? Is it not funny? Uh, Who knows? They can figure it out. Right. And they can share those bits of data over time. And it is possible that you will get a large group of people involved in that particular conversation to find something amusing and they will come back. Don't forget to have some serious stuff under the hood, though, if you're selling serious stuff.
4: Yep, we need to take another break. Then we'll come back with some top tips and a final thought from the uh, from Sunil Rajaraman. And uh, this is Anne Kennedy and Jillian Music at CEO Coach. We'll be right back.
2: More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point click and it's live in real time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are
0: you ready to rumble?
2: Visit www.rumble.me.
0: Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at OrangeHillDevelopment.com.
2: We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
3: Welcome back to CEO Coach. This is Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy. We're wrapping up a conversation on content marketing, and it's actually lots of fun. And wrap this up for us. Tell us the really hottest tips you've got um, around content marketing.
4: Okay. Well, the <clears throat> one, point, um, one question before we do that that uh, Roger okay. Aramon asks is, should you uh, do your content in-house or outsource? Oh, and yeah. He's, and remember, he ran a content outsourcing company. That's what Scripted does. So mm-hmm. I would take his advice to be uh, what i 'm going to say to be very insightful, he said that thought leadership needs to come from the company leaders, like Brett Heising mm-hmm. no one knows the topic better, no one has the can make the relationship with the audience it 's where you have a, a unique perspective on the industry, and you as the CEO or founder, can provide your opinion or challenge somebody else 's opinion. These are not things you want to outsource ever because too much rides on it for your brand and your brand community. But a lot of the rest of the content can be outsourced. And that's where, if you're hard up for resources, something like a scripted or RD content network can be very, very useful, provided that you have a good idea of the style, who your audience is, et cetera, et cetera. And you can communicate that to a good writer. I mean, good writers, you know, that's what they do. So uh, so you, if it's thought leadership, keep it in-house with your leadership. Um, If it's other stuff, outsource it. So top tips first. Number one, don't overthink things. Really smart analytical people often think they can't make a jump into something because they're not willing to do that. So don't overthink it. Just go out and do it. Gather experts around you. And those are the ones that you might want to, um, uh, even if they're not in your comfort zone, um, just gather experts around you. And if you go in with this attitude like you're going to disrupt an industry because this big company's doing it all wrong, that's actually not going to get you very far. Surround yourself with the experts and understand what they've done right as well as wrong and have your business informed by that and have respect for them. And you might say, what does this have to do with content? This has everything to do with the content you're going to provide. And then the third tip is write even if it's not in your comfort zone. You have to develop a a way of concisely conveying the complicated thoughts, and that's actually a mouthful to say, Um, except I could have said concisely convey complicated concepts, which would be even more of a mouthful, uh, to to raise investor money, to market your product, to pitch to customers, learn how to write. There's talent, but there's also a skill that can be learned, and learn how to present. Um, which is the visual side of writing, because as an entrepreneur, you're always going to be doing both. If we go back to the example that you gave of the early days of Moz, who was doing the blog and who was doing the Whiteboard Fridays?
3: That's right. It was one single person. It was just the CEO. It was just Rand.
4: And he created quite a brand community
3: around He created uh, a personal brand. He created a corporate brand. Right. And he had to move that personal brand to the corporate brand. But he created both. And he created, um, if you will, not just a brand, but, yes, a community of people who understood that here was a person really dedicated to providing something valuable to them.
4: And that's making a relationship. I rest my case. Done deal. The done <laughs> deal. Okay, that's it for this Monday at CEO Coach. We'd like to thank our producers at webmasterradio.fm for their support. You can download these shows through webmasterradio.fm, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and many other places around the web. You can find links and more on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash CEO Coach Podcast. Do stop by and hit the like button so we know you were there. And furthermore, talk to us. Tell us what you'd like to hear about on CEO Coach. Jillian, it's Mm. great to talk with you as always. Thanks for being here once again with your wisdom. And to our audience, I would say thanks for joining us. Um, I'm Ann Kennedy with Jillian Music. And you can can find out more about how we help companies launch, grow, pivot, and thrive at outlinesventure.com. Till next week.